Guys, hello and welcome back to Mummy Jojo Uncut Mojo Injection Episode 15. Thank you for tuning in again. Thank you for all the feedback about last week. Debbie nailed it, didn't she? And it was a really tough, raw, fragile topic. And I struggled. I really, my heart breaks to think how many people are struggling now with their relationships. And sharing does help, especially, you know, when you throw kids into the mix of a marriage or a long-term relationship, it can really add a lot of stress. It's one of the hardest speaking things in the world, and um, maybe you don't have kids, but you, you've struggled with the balance with your relationship, struggled to communicate or feel heard, and that's a massive problem when we don't feel heard. So I just want this to be a place where people can have a voice and share and people can tune in, get a bit of a mojo hit up for going into the week and realise they're not alone. You're not alone. I promise you this, I'll make it my mission for the rest of my time here to spread a bit mojo um, because I'll never, ever take my mental health for granted again. Someone who's been really supportive of me, and not just me, but so many others on Instagram, is the lovely Claire from Kaylin's Mummy. So I'm delighted to have a podcast that I recorded a couple months ago with Claire and Kaylin. And I'm sorry I recorded it when I only had one mic because it was a total keynote. I wanted to batch loads of episodes for you all. Um, and now I've got two mics and I'm still trying to work out how to use them. Um, and my techie guy's off buying last minute birthday presents because that's how our marriage rolls. <laughs> uh, I'm 36 tomorrow and every year I put out a little post about what my birthday's taught me. Well, not my birthday, but what what the age, what what has been 35 taught me, what mistakes have I made, what can I learn to pass on to others um, and what relatable content can I put out. So I'll be working at something this week when I can get a chance to get that out so I'll let you know. But yeah, back to Claire. Um, we talk about so much this week, body positivity, keeping Instagram a really safe place for our mental health because there's a lot of shit on there, a lot of really, I, I mean I miss a lot but Claire filled me in for example we speak about a group of mums that were slating the sisterhood movement and the body positive movement and I just think to me those movements are so positive and they're so important for people's mental health and I just yeah it baffles me that people would try and spread negative vibes and wasp all over as we call it in the book Instagram or Facebook or any community it's just wrong but the more of us that can take a stand and fight for love and less judgment more mojo better mental health for us all lifestyle and mental health go together like tea and toast yes welcome welcome hello <laughs> thank you for being here you are my little Instagram queen you're doing really, really amazingly well. And it's so nice to see how positive your content is in a world. I mean, Instagram and the press today has had quite a lot of bad rep mm -hmm. for mental health on Instagram. Yeah. But I think when I think of pages like yourself, I, I feel positive. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a bit about what you're thinking with Instagram at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, you know, quite a lot of things that's been posted that is quite negative. Um, however, I think, you know, I did a takeover not that long ago from a friend Alexis on her business page and I spoke a lot about how I 
cope with it like if I'm feeling a bit mm, meh you know and you feel like you could possibly then start comparing yourself to other people I just need to stop I need to take a break I just need to stay off that for the day I just need to because it, it happens to everybody it doesn't matter who you are you know you do still compare and you could you know say you know don't do this don't do that but when you see someone else and you think you know you're feeling a bit down already in the day and you know you see other people doing other things and you're like well why am I not doing that yeah. you know why can I not have that um so it does play a massive part with your head a little bit there but um yeah I just need I know when I need to put the phone down mm-hmm. um and I only ever try to be as positive as I can and if there is any rubbish situations that I'm in I'll happily post and talk about it mm-hmm. because I have done the whole yeah. way through hello hey, Lynn, how are you what are you seeing this is, yeah. this is mum's juggling life and doing what we can and having our chats around these beautiful Absolutely, people. absolutely. And but she's such a big part of what you do as well. She is, yeah. I mean, I started um, the whole Instagram thing because um, I kind of wanted to have a like a diary, um, you know, to document things I've been through, to be as real as possible. I didn't ever think that it would be what it is now, you know, a year down the line. It's been so crazy in this last year however it's been amazing um you know my background is in hospitality doing events social media um you know everything and i absolutely loved it so getting to do a lot of my background and what i know um now is is just great for me to be honest um, it's inspirational i guess for moms because you were saying there was a horrible piece on instagram about mm-hmm. all bloggers and it's not a real it's not a role model for kids and it's not yeah. a real job and i'm saying kind of need to get with the times yeah I think you know social media is such a big thing now and I think that if you aren't open to things that are obviously changing in the times then you know maybe maybe just not go on social media I honestly wouldn't don't know what the right advice would be but I always try to be as honest and you know cutthroat sometimes as I can be and I'll openly talk about difficulties that I've had with Kaylin um, you know, recovering from a C-section, endometriosis, everything, everything that's been involved with me becoming a mum up to that point of being getting finally getting pregnant, and you know, through that, and I think, you know, that's why I started it. I think, you know, doing my events and everything, it's been a, a massive part of everyone's life that I've met because I've helped create so many friendships. And my last event that I did, you know, I'd posted pictures. Um, from the first event, uh, which we did nearly a year ago and at Dakota Hotel. And, you know, the amount of messages I got saying, you know, wow, like, look at the littles, they're so tiny. Um, you know, look at all the friendships that you help make. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's quite humbling. Like, it's, you know, it's quite it's quite odd looking back at those photos and thinking, wow, like, that was right at the beginning. Nobody knew anyone back then. Yeah. And look at us all now. We're all each and every one of them. They're all doing their own thing. They're all doing amazing. And you know, it's great to look back and see. You know, all the kids and yeah, I love it. I Absolutely love like it. I miss out on quite a lot of the Insta. Like it's it's a real community. Mm-hmm. But I feel like yeah, there's real friendships and connections, and I, I'm really enjoying getting to meet people. Yeah. Through it now, but I, I feel I'm maybe a bit late to the party. Like no, not at all. So many all. amazing things going on. So. I, as you were saying, if you are going onto social media and you're, you know, you're being bitchy or negative, it's probably not the. Sp- it's not. No, I, it's not because I think you know. 
how can you describe it i just i honestly believe that um you should always if you're going to have an instagram account and you're going to be in in the social media atmosphere and all the rest of it i honestly believe that you should just surround yourself with positive people like it's your feed that's what you're seeing every single day why would you want negative negative people negative posts in your life you don't want to see that just unfollow someone it's that simple i don't see the point in taking to a post and being negative about someone i don't see the point in hashing it out over stories so people can see it like why waste your time why like just unfollow that person talk about it to a friend talk about how you're feeling and let it be you know move on process it move on see you later like that's it like that is how i deal with it i'm not saying that's the right way for everybody to do it but that's how i cope and yeah you do get a lot of negative comments and you do get people messaging you like trolls and things and um you know, so you've got a lot of followers and a lot of engagement so I mm-hmm. think the more followers you get the more likely it absolutely you are yeah it does it does happen I mean I was told I was a bad mum because I couldn't pronounce quinoa and I think oh. I can't even remember what, what how, how I pronounced Did it originally but that? yeah they messaged and said and uh, I actually got really offended and I did take to stories and I um, said you know about the person I was like you know I wasn't nasty I was just a bit of a joke about it but from that I've learned why like that was totally pointless you know just move on process that these people are just sad hiding behind their little computer at home um you know but it's really easy i mean mental health and social media we have such a responsibility especially you know Mm -hmm. having a following it's really easy to get caught up on the negative comments you know and someone said to me was it uh lindsay from quiet resolution and uh, she said, focus on the people that come to your party or focus on the people that love you and try and drown out the negative. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely true. I think when you, you know, focus on the positive. For me, um, there's always a positive in the day. Um, so try and focus on that. Yeah. You know, look at the things that you have done, all the good things you've done. Yeah. Um, that's a, a really good way to, to look at it, that there's always something great that you've done or something that you're proud of or something that someone else is proud of you for so you know surround yourself with that don't try not to get too caught up in numbers or negativity or what that person's doing and I know it's so difficult and I know that because we all feel it sometimes but for me what works is just not having my phone in my hand that when I feel like that yeah, because you know just fresh yeah or... going for a walk like just no phone down Kaylin's going out let's go let's go and do something fun and have a completely different headspace when you come back so you can just refresh think about all the amazing things that you've done and you've created or you're going to do and that you're proud of look at where you've come from you know and um yeah I think that for me getting out in the fresh fresh air for me is like the best therapy ever like love it so yeah it's hard because our phones you know they create so many amazing opportunities they and do. social media is massive mm-hmm. it's always going to be that way and we kind of need it but we need to know when to switch yeah. off and when it's getting too much whether yeah. that be self-esteem comparisons you've had a few nasty comments that you're trying to avoid but at the end of the day we're only human yeah we have emotions yeah sometimes i know i try and let things wash over me and then sometimes you just react and you, you, know, you mm-hmm. should just take always take that time to reflect and and put it into perspective as yeah well. and you know a lot of that as well it's about your confidence i mean i i openly talk about 
I post pictures of, I'm getting better at posting pictures of myself. Um, but that's coming with confidence and it is like body confidence for me is something that um, changed a lot once I became a mum. I used to be so confident and negative comments that I had in my life as a child, um, I never ever really paid attention to it and they never really played a part of anything until I became a mum which was really quite strange. Like these comments and feelings kept coming back and thinking, you know, actually I am too fat or I can't wear that colour or whatever like these comments once they've said they will come back to you at one point and it's I'm now learning to process them and move on and think well actually no you're wrong and I'll wear what I want to wear and I'll be the way I want to be but it's strange how when you become a mum you do look at yourself different. Um, I did something ridiculously silly, like when I had Kayla and she was weeks old and I had my tongue pierced for probably about 11 years and I took it out. Everyone was like, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, you've had that for so long. Like, it's just so tiny. No one can notice it. It's really pretty. Like, and I was like, it's not a mum thing to have your tongue pierced. Like, that's disgusting. And looking back at myself, I'm thinking, what an idiot. Yeah. That's a mum, what's a mum thing? What like, is what, mom? what is it like, you know, there's not a certain way to look or, a certain way to dress like you are the way you are like it doesn't matter if you're a mum you're, you're more than a mum like you're, yeah. you're you and it's yeah. just having to remember that so we that are. was yeah. it's, it's really important that yeah. to not forget your identity mm -hmm. and to and again it's these bull thoughts that we hear what you know I, I call them perfect mum yeah absolutely and a oh, perfect mum wouldn't have a tattoo oh like i know yeah perfect mom perfect mom can piss off yeah perfect mom, i don't like the word perfect no it's... no as i say i'm imperfectly perfect for me chris and kaylin and that's the way it's going to stay because i am full of imperfections and if it wasn't for chris i wouldn't have started to love those little imperfections and you know a lot of people know my stomach's covered in scars and everything from endometriosis operations and stuff and obviously my c-section and i hated them you know creating something so amazing like kaylin and having to have those operations to help me have her is something so amazing but i never ever loved them i hated them i didn't want them on my body and didn't accept them you know and you know chris has really changed my thoughts on well if they weren't there neither would you be yeah. Um, you know, a couple of my operations were quite uh, serious, so it was a case of, well, you know, I needed to have those operations. So Chris has really changed my thoughts on them. What is endo? Some call it endo. I'm not very Yeah, endometriosis. So basically, um, it's where cysts grow outside your uterine wall. Um, mine's grew on the outside of my womb um, and on my ovaries, uh, my fallopian tubes and it webbed after a few years and it can spread like, um, so if you imagine like a spider's web, like uh, stretching and it can go wherever it wants. So I had one just underneath my rib, um, there was a bit of tissue it was attached to, so that's the highest mine has ever gone. Um, but there's a lot of people who physically can't have have children because of it. Um, did you find out when you when did you find um, out? So I moved away when I was 21. I went and lived in Channel Islands and I was an alternate at the time and it took really bad. It was just sudden. Um, I'd always had really quite painful periods. Um, and no one ever really knew what it was. Whenever I was younger, my mum was obviously quite concerned. She took me to the hostel. And in the UK, they were just like, oh, no, it's a grumbling appendix. I've seen so many different doctors from 
living down in Dumfries and then we moved up to Arbroath um, you know hospitals and doctors all said the same thing oh it's just a grumbling appendix or oh you're just going to be one of these women who have heavy periods and it's just going to be really painful it's completely common um, so you begin to believe that because they're the doctor um, and when I went away I had one day I was working and I just, it just like a switching on a light you know it was just sudden instant pain it was a pain I cannot even describe in my life it was awful um, and they took me to Alderney Hospital but obviously it's quite a small island so the hospital is really small and um, so they couldn't really deal with um, what they actually needed to done so they medevaced me to Guernsey which is a neighbouring island and I was in hospital for about two weeks um, and it was quite a serious operation there was a cyst that burst and at that point it was everywhere like it was just a mass of what they call chocolate cysts and it's when the cysts all grouped together and it's like dark patches um, so I did a couple of um, really quite open blogs for Mama Tribe and the Endometriosis UK magazine um, quite detailed in depth about that and it's operation pictures and oh thousands thousands yeah I mean I have speak to so many women on Instagram um, you know and you know go through different medications that they've gone on what's worked for me what hasn't my reactions um, you know, just to be there really for someone to talk to because I've been through it. It's been seven years. Um and I for six six years I've had an operation every single year. Pretty much to the same date, which is quite scary. But yeah. Um one of the times was uh, well actually it was when I was due to leave Jersey. Um I went in and they weren't sure what was really happening with my fertility. They said it'd be really difficult for me to actually have a baby because I couldn't carry it for full term um so they weren't sure yeah so I you know in my head that was it I can't have kids like that's what these people were telling me um so yeah you kind of have to move on from that you kind of have it was quite a dark place that I was in for a few months because I didn't know what to believe I didn't know whether this was real I didn't understand at all um I then took really unwell with it all again and they'd offered me uh, an implant to go into my stomach and basically it was to give me a, a temporary menopause so I was 26 at the time and I was thinking okay I'm 26 menopause for me is like what happens to you when you're older mm-hmm. uh, what's going to happen to my body I'm only 26 um, and I think I spoke to every single person I know uh, about it just to get some advice and I decided you know what I'm, I'm not what am I going to lose here like if I can't have children it's not going to be any different from any time now because I've gone through quite a lot of miscarriages up to that point um, miscarriages. um I think in total there must be about seven um all at different stages from you know 21 22 weeks to you know as little as you know six weeks eight weeks um so yeah it's it's been completely different but if it wasn't for that um implant I honestly believe I wouldn't been able to have Kaylin Mm -hmm. so I had that um had it fitted and I had to take HRT every single day for about a month which I hated because it's the exact same feelings that you get when you're having a menopause you have the hot and cold switch you're getting frustrated it's like sudden lashing out and anger and it's like you're trying to express all this feeling and it's just I had to come off of it I did not like how I was feeling on at all and it felt like every day when I woke up I needed to take the, these pills 
so it's almost like an addiction and it was just something I'm not used to at all so for me the best thing was right no I'm cutting these out and I'm I'm not taking them um, and I, I felt great after not taking them it was about two weeks I felt really quite mm, should I be doing this I felt a bit low um, but I felt amazing afterwards absolutely amazing and it was like I was addicted to taking these tablets because you believe that you should be taking them um, you know because the doctor said they're going to work for you and specialists have said you need to take this this and this I mean at some points I was taking a tablet to counteract another tablet mm -hmm. which for me is just not okay um so yeah i just started taking women's health um capsules um you know eating differently cutting out a lot of things and i really need to start going back to that because there is some times where you do eat certain things that does make you bloated which then triggers your nerve pain from operations and the endometriosis so um diet has got a massive part of that like if you can adopt a gluten-free diet yeah. then it is better for you um, and drinking a lot of water um, so it's hard to remember to drink yeah yeah there's days that you just you think oh god I'm not even drank anything today so it's difficult it's difficult but um, yeah I mean I had that and I got it fitted and um, a year later I was leaving Jersey and I fell pregnant a few months after I was back and we had um, a miscarriage with Chris, um, we went to get our eight-week scan and there was like nothing there, which was really emotional. <clears throat> and then it's horrible. I mean, miscarriage. There needs to be more awareness about. There does. Yeah. I felt um, even now. I feel like it's just oh, okay. She had a miscarriage. Like, do you want a cup of tea now? Like, it's so blasé, and it's just like I'm sorry, but every single one that I've gone through is completely different and it does affect you it does affect your mental health one of them was really bad and i didn't eat for about a month afterwards i lost loads of weight because of the stress how i felt um you know like you actually do yeah you're grieving and your 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 body's you know <laughs> hello <laughs> um yeah she is because the the date that we actually had our first miscarriage together it was the 15th of December uh, she was born on the 15th of December a year later oh that's scary so it's um, signs from the universe yeah it's very 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 strange I'll tell you that that's, everyone was just like wow, wow. but um, yeah did you believe that was a sign I didn't even yeah I, I just, it's just so strange like we had the miscarriage and you know it was a few months later and we didn't even know I was pregnant and then it was like I went and did a test seen the doctor and it was like you know I was 10 weeks I thought right I'm not saying anything just now like let's just give it a few more weeks because in my head I was thinking okay I've had a miscarriage at 8 weeks I've had a miscarriage at 12 weeks let me get to 12 weeks and let's see went to the doctor I was obviously panicking I was thinking right I was looking for blood every single day and I was thinking anxiety yeah yeah it was awful um I'm not gonna lie it was really bad and every day I was you know thinking oh my god like is that a cramp like am I about to have a miscarriage um so yeah there was a lot going around in my head at that point but she just stuck she was fine there was nothing wrong with her she was absolutely healthy and now look at her, she's crazy. So. Oh, she's just lovely. She's so, and you've got such a beautiful Instagram feed and the pictures. And yeah. It's, it's so lovely. You must be absolutely buzzing. Yeah, so I do. I do love it. And I am massively grateful to be in the position that I am, especially with her. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's things that I've gone through that, you know, chatting to other people when they've gone through miscarriages or endometriosis or 
situations that you go through as a mum, you know, the amount of people that do message, it's just nice to have a chat. Like, I will literally talk to anybody, and I like to believe that I am quite an open person. I'm talk to anybody. Um, because you will help so many people going through. Yeah, I mean, even just talking to someone. Mm. I mean, talking to strangers sometimes is the best thing. Yeah. And, you know... No bias, you yeah. know, no judgment. It's just, this is what's happened. Yeah. This is, you know, how I felt. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's therapy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, what works for one person might not work for another, but that advice is there. And if someone wants to try and it works for them, then that's amazing. Yeah. You know, Lindsay from Strong Mother, um, Strong Like a Mother Fitness, um, she gave me some really good stretches and tips to do, uh, which I do, and that really does work for my endometriosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and on my C-section, whenever I used to turn, I used to feel a lot of scar tissue underneath, and I used the pain I used to get was horrendous. Um, even simple things like putting her in her car seat would really hurt me. Um, but with Lindsay's advice, that scar tissue is not even there anymore. Wow. You know, I was speaking about that on my Instagram today. Um, it's not there. The lump is not there. Wow. You know, just doing massage, lying down flat with some like I use like um like an oily cream, and um it's amazing. Like it's just not there. You know, really applying pressure and circle motions along my C section over. My, oh, I actually did it all over my whole stomach. Um, and it's just the it really helps with nerve pain just to move everything around and just keep it moving so that you know there is scar tissue that does build up you just massage in that way and it just breaks down so it's that has really helped me a lot a lot of people won't know that no they won't and it's um, I think that's what Lindsay's trying to bring across at the moment the amount of things that we don't actually know about our our body and she's doing some amazing things just now so she's on this podcast as well so incredible um, whole episode about that keep keep up to date um it's, it's, just, it's amazing and it's amazing we all have these skills and, and it's Instagram that's probably brought you guys together yeah, exactly. I mean, Instagram's an incredible mm-hmm. place so although there's mm-hmm. a lot of negativity on there yeah. I would just encourage you to find perhaps your tribe a tribe of people that, that get you mm-hmm. and do you know I used to when I started out blogging overthink it and you'd post things and now it's funny I just feel so much lighter probably because I've written articles about um, not not focusing too much on likes or, or things and it's kind of taken my own advice mm-hmm. it's such a nice feeling when as long as you are staying true to your values mm-hmm. and your heart's in the right place I say put the content out and absolutely yeah who cares who cares and it will help more people than you know mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't like to be seen it's hard because then if you like one thing do you have to like something else or yeah some people just don't want to be seen to be liking yeah. things because I mean, we can talk quite openly. Not a lot of people no, want to. Um, want yeah. to I think, you know, yeah. definitely social media is such an amazing platform. And I do, I'll say it time and time again, if you don't like what you're seeing, unfollow that person. You know, it's not going to help with your, your mental health and having that negativity. Hello. Oh, Linda, you, want to, you want to come and sit with us? Want to come and give some chat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's so true. If you don't yeah, like I mean, I don't really focus on likes or anything like that. I mean, it's so easy to get caught up on why is that post not doing as good as the other one. I've seen a bit of a switch in mine. Um, everyone used to be crazy over Kaylin. Now they're seeing a little bit more of me and that's what they want to see. And it's it's difficult for me. Like I am getting better, but people do ask questions. What are you wearing? What are you, what's your skincare? Um, things like that. So 
for me it's like no talk about my daughter I don't want to talk about me but um I am getting better I am getting better with that and I think it's just all you know part of my journey for me on body positivity and all the rest of it so I do put things like that when I'm feeling good I will post about me feeling good and I will um but I'm also quite open I'll go on stories looking like an absolute scarecrow so I really don't care like I don't care that is my my thing like I will be as open and honest and I don't care like yeah I think I think that shines through like a lot of people a lot of my friends and family are just like I love watching it because they don't they don't see me every single day but they're just like it's just like I saw you 10 years ago or five years ago whatever when I worked with you or whatever but they're just like I just love you've never changed or you are that person when people meet you and it's just like that's what I love like I don't see the point in being two people like you can't be one person on social media and different in real life like just be yourself yourself, like yeah you You know you're not going to love you in real life (laughs) so just just be just try and be true to yourself and yeah and that we're all we all do have the mojo in us we do mm. you know i said that at absolutely the, the launch. we've all got and we're all equal as well mm-hmm. it's not, uh, see that's another thing like um you know being equal i don't i don't get this thing when people come across on instagram and they're not they're not good enough for for a certain job or they're not good enough uh to be in this clique or crowd or whatever i don't like any of that like I, i'm not into that like um there's no such thing as is everyone everyone to me is equal mm-hmm. and you've all got your own lives so you've all got your own part to play in your own life and social media should be a, a positive thing and i think that positivity should start outweighing all the negative rubbish that's on there mm-hmm. so do get caught up in all the I'm not doing well as the other person or I'm not in that group or I'm not going to that event and so what like just be be yourself yeah. and that will shine through and yeah. that will do amazing things because it goes on in all ages on social media absolutely because, yeah I mean I worry about teenagers mm-hmm. but I mean I guess I've, I've heard stories of people in their 50s and yeah think, oh, for goodness sake mm-hmm. I mean you read people's certain posts and things and there's a one that popped up that I was reading uh, this morning and the, the comments from these women um, are actually quite disgusting. Uh, it's quite awful um, to think that comments like that would actually come out of someone's mouth, like of an adult, like, um, you know, and other bloggers um, and other people, like, why? Why are you doing that? I don't, to me, I don't understand that. I don't understand taking to social media to bash someone else who is doing the exact same thing as you. Um, there is a lot of bullying in it, um, whether it be snide comments or, you know, backhanded, you know, chat, um, things like that. It's it's just uncalled for. It's just no need. Just be yourself and be happy. And, you know, if you can't be happy, well, don't be nasty either, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Turn it into a sort of love-hate thing on social media, you know, because yeah. you've seen something about, oh, this is fake. Someone mm-hmm. said something about, all. Oh, all this sisterhood is fake I yeah. mean, to be honest I freaking love it and I mm-hmm. dip in and out and I probably miss a lot and obviously with the book it's been a really busy year for me and the podcast but I mean anything I see about sisterhood or I'm just all for that I'm like yeah. that is amazing yeah i mean instagram is such a powerful place social media is so powerful and um instagram for me is such an amazing place because i can help so many people with so many different things that i've been through that they've been through they can totally relate they can relate with everything that i'm posting um how i feel when i'm posting about myself and i'm posting issues with kaylin um you know funny things um 
and I try to surround myself with so many positive pages and amazing women that I have met through social media and they're all absolutely incredible um, you know they really are and I just I wouldn't want to have negative you know pictures or comments up on my Instagram so I just get rid of it mm-hmm. um, you know it's a case for me well ciao Bella I'm not interested yeah. I don't want that on my feed I don't want to see that every single day so just unfollow them yeah so yeah. I guess the advice is if you're seeing nasty cast, uh, catty comments just unfollow yeah just unfollow yeah everything don't ever need to explain yourself to anyone either like um you know a lot of people sometimes have messaged and they've said you know why have you unfollowed me or whatever like and I've just you don't need to answer these people back like or you can just say well, I'm sorry but that made me feel uncomfortable or you know I I can't you know have that because of my mental health it's not good for me to see that you know whatever your reason is you don't need to explain yourself to anyone you don't actually know these people so you don't really owe them anything but if you feel that you want to you know express why then say why you know but don't ever be afraid to to press that uh, unfollow button because I see as long as you're staying true to your values, you know what your values are. Mm-hmm. But what I struggle with is if people are spreading hate and making catty comments, surely that is going against their values. Surely well, yeah, I mean, you want would... want to make people feel bad. Yeah, I mean... We all want connection. Exactly, because those people, um, like those comments I read this morning, um, I'm quite sure those people wouldn't want things like that read about them yeah. or, you know, or said about them. Um, or even hello or even have um comments like that you know directly at them um you know i think you've got to stay true to yourself and yeah just just don't follow people if it's making you feel rubbish and it's not part of your values or just get rid we should all treat people how we'd want you treat people the way you with it respect don't you You treat people the way you expect to be treated yourself it's an age-old saying it's true you know if you can't be nice to someone then you know what's the point yeah well i think i commend you for all the work you're doing and all the women you've helped thank you you've probably got some male followers as well yeah most of it's women (laughs) (laughs) but it's great And, and what you talk about body positive as well i struggle with body positive because it's that balance between i love getting fit and trying to eat healthy and stuff and I, I want to. I know there's so much more to me than just my body, mm-hmm. but I sort of feel, oh, can I embrace body positive if I'm going to the gym? Does that mean I'm against it? Do you know, sometimes I no, feel absolutely like not. Balance. No, absolutely not. I mean, you're doing what's right for you and your body, and that that's what counts. You know, you know, you might just because I'm not happy with the way my stomach is you know doesn't mean I don't try and do things to change that and you know I'm still I am growing to be positive about my body and there's a lot of parts of my body that I absolutely love but there's a lot of it that I I don't um and I am getting better with things and do you know doing light exercise doing something that makes you actually happy it doesn't you don't need to be hashing out in the the gym or going crazy with anything go swimming go for a walk yeah. like get some fresh air like you know simple things yeah. maybe you like tennis maybe you like you know a little bit of yoga or doing the you know there's like quick workouts on youtube even yeah fire one of them on once you know the kids having a little nap you know there is so many exercises as well on there for endometriosis yeah. um and nice simple yoga exercises um doing a couple of stretches just doing something that's for you and your peace of mind yeah. Um, it will help your confidence I mean yeah. I'd be lying if I said 
I loved all of my body, but I, I what you say about focusing, I really focus mm-hmm. on like my legs. I love yeah. my legs. I've got runner legs. Mm-hmm. You do have than, good legs. <laughs> like, yeah, get them. Right. And, and rather than listening to the thoughts of, oh, that C section, that scar you've got there, or, you know. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's, it's putting it into perspective. We've Absolutely, raised, yeah. You know, we've got beautiful kids. Yeah. And, um, just rock, we've all got parts we love so it's, it's turning the voices up on yeah I mean you think of how amazing the, the female body actually is oh, it's incredible. Um, you may not like parts of your body but you can change it you can you know do little things you don't need to change it you know right now but you know maybe you can adopt things that you love to do when you were younger or before you were uh, before you had kids so you know for me being outside you know going and doing something and we call it going on our adventures but it's true we love going for walks chris will literally take the mic and say oh we're going on a, a 50 mile hike uh-huh. and it's, <laughs> it's really not that long but um i love walking like outdoors for me I, like i was raised on on the farm on my granddad's farm and we loved it yeah. so for me being outdoors is like a massive part of our life and i want that for her like so and she's amazing with animals as well so yeah she loves it so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just because it's so easy to get chained to the sofa and on your. Oh Instagram yeah, yeah. I have days like that too, and you're just in your pajamas all day. The dishes yeah. aren't done, and yeah. you're just like, no, that's but it. Will it. Do you the world of good, even just getting it, mm-hmm. and uh, even if you can't be bothered, you will get a little bit of a reward. Yeah, but it, it is those days when I'm like that. I do at some point. You know, your head gets a bit fuzzy. You feel yourself getting a bit lethargic, and you're just like, I need to get out. Yeah. You get a bit cabin fever, and you do. You just need to get out. Go and put the baby in the pram. Take go for a walk. It doesn't need to be you know it's ten minutes, but um yeah, just to get out. Yourself. Reminding yourself how you feel at the end of that, mm-hmm. just to get to get that fresh. Yeah, you need that bit of um, headspace, I think, as well. Leave the phone at home to take yourself for a walk, yeah. because it's so easy to just sit there, coffee in one hand. TV on, let the kids run riot and just sit on your phone. We've all done it. Oh, it's so easy. It's all about balance. I yeah, guess. it is. And another thing for me is I love to turn the music up mm-hmm. and have a good singer. We're going to be doing some of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did you see your favourite karaoke song? Was? <laughs> Spice Girls, stop right now. Oh, great. And tell me why. Um, basically, I have always loved the Spice Girls and my best friend and I, we actually love the same song, uh, which is Stop. And uh, when I was in Jersey, every single night we would be down at the beach, quite pissed, um, yeah. dancing away to Stop. And one of the one of the, one of the guys we worked with, like, you know, we were doing that at the exact same time. Like, let me video it, and then we were. It was just completely funny. So it was just a just a random thing we just always did when we were drunk. But yeah, it's just got so many memories for me. Uh, and even the words, like, you know. Yeah, this is great. Oh, Love it. Oh, let's do it. Let's sing it. Woo! Woo hoo! Well, you've been brilliant. Thank you so much. I'm sure that's going to help so much. Good, I'm glad. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me.